Blog Talk Radio. What's going on, folks? It's your boy, Long Beach Joe, and I am back at it, back at it, back at it. Okay. I'm back at it again, man. And we have quite a bit to talk about. Salutes to everyone, and happy Valentine's Day to everyone as well, for those of you that are out there, okay? It's a love day. Happy love day to everyone. I hope everyone's enjoying themselves as well, you know? I'm here to talk about what we all love, you know, some of us love the most, the New York Jets, all right? They've broken our hearts many times. (laughs) They've broken our hearts many times, but it's just a relationship we can't let go, you know? So we're going to be discussing quite a bit tonight, Aaron Rodgers, uh, you know. We're also going to be discussing Derek Carr. We'll be talking about the Jets hiring a new coach. And also a lot of people have some questions surrounding Makai Becton as well. So we're going to be discussing it all. Let me go ahead and get into the show. Listen, I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shamelessly promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook, search The Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on The Long Beach Joe Show. Listen, your boy is also on iTunes as well, okay? Go on over to iTunes, type in The Long Beach Joe Show. Subscribe to the show. Subscribe to the podcast, okay? Uh, Go ahead and leave me some feedback as well. I appreciate everyone that does that. Give me a five-star rating. Let me know how you guys feel or how you folks feel about what I'm doing over here, all right, ladies and gentlemen? Also, you know, your boy is also on social media as well, Okay? Go on over to Twitter, all right? Type in at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. Follow me. I'll follow you right back, and we can go back and forth. Talk to me, and I'll talk back. I'll talk to a lot of people. And for those of you that do not know, your boy also live streams the live radio show, okay? We live stream it directly on YouTube, okay? Come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets, Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know, okay? There's a lot of people that don't know that, and then they find it out, and they're like, Joe, yo, I listen to the show, okay? I I listen to the show live on Blog Talk, again, Blog Talk Radio, backslash Long Beach Joe Show. You know, and sometimes I have to catch it. I listen to it on iTunes as well, but I didn't know that you live stream the show. And I live stream, and I'm like, wow, Joe's handsome. I'm like, listen, thank you. Okay? I'm not an arrogant guy. That, that's not who I am. I'm not cocky. I'm just a regular gentleman out here about my leisure. Okay? I'm just chilling, having a good time, working with what I have. Okay? I want to thank everybody that hits me up and says, Joe, you look amazing. Salutes to all the ladies out there. All right? Especially here on Valentine's Day. I hope everybody, again, is enjoying themselves. But if you want to watch, you want to hear me, you want to see me, you also want to Sit in the chat with the savages as well. Okay, salute to all the savages out there. Listen, come on over to YouTube. Type in Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube. All right, hit that subscription button. Subscribe to the show. Also, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. And give the video and streams a thumbs up, all right? Share them across your social media as well with your friends and your family. Okay, so I want to thank everybody that does that. I truly appreciate it. And now we're going to get into it, man. Boy, oh boy, 
Has this been an action-packed couple of days? We'll get to the lines in a second. Lines are hot. Salutes to all the savages calling in. Listen, (laughs) as we all know, the New York Jets have been hot on Aaron Rodgers. There have been rumors swirling for a long time. All right. I've come on the show myself, talked about it as well, that he's a guy that I look at as the top option. Okay. He's a guy that I want to see be a New York Jet. All right. There's other options out there as well. I'm open to him, Derek Carr. But right now, Aaron Rodgers is a hot guy. And guess what? The New York Jets have finally officially contacted the Packers about Aaron Rodgers. All right. They made the call, see what was going on with them, see what's happening. And again, that was reported by Jay Fowler. Now, keep in mind, that a couple of days ago, Aaron Rodgers came out and uh, said that he would go on a four-day retreat, four-day retreat of darkness. He would sit back, contemplate his future in the league, his life, and all this other stuff. And probably the only time that he would be contacted by another human would be when his meals would be delivered. Okay, that was the report. Well, thing is, is now <laughs> that was supposed to be done after the Super Bowl. All right, and the Super Bowl was a couple of days ago. Now it comes out that the retreat has been pushed to within the next couple of days. All right. There's no, you know, hard date. He came on Pat McAfee and talked about how, you know, it's going to be, the retreat's going to be coming up in a, in a couple of days and he'll go and figure things out. Now here's the deal. Again, he just came off the Pat McAfee show and said that. My concern starts to be is, okay, is that true? Because before you said you were going to do it after the Super Bowl. All right. Now you're saying you're going to do it in a couple of days. Okay, who knows when that couple of days is? There was no date that I know of exactly. And I'm just wondering how long this is going to get strung out, and I'm a little bit worried, especially when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. We've seen this before. We've seen it with other Green Bay quarterbacks as well. They tend to string things out. Okay, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. I'm a little concerned. Now when I discuss things with other Jets fans as well, especially when I talk about Aaron Rodgers, a lot of people say, listen, the compensation, all right, two first-round picks, he's an elite quarterback, all right, Joe, we get that. Okay, I'd be able to, to swallow that, no problem. But the contract, Joe, the contract, and, you know, there's some things to be said. He does, you know, he does have a $59.5 million, uh, you know, year, this upcoming year, guaranteed in 2023. In 2024, it's $49 million. But you got to keep in mind that in 2023, $58.3 million is, is part of an option bonus, all right? Now, the window to exercise that option is from March 15th until one day before the Packers season opener in September. So what that does is it sets the Packers up to have more than enough time if Aaron Rodgers comes back from this retreat to have, find a trading partner, all right? So that puts time on their side. We're, hey – if we have to wait until, like, you know, again, the day before the season opener, then we can do that. So they have more than enough time to find out, hey, who wants this guy? If he does not want to be here, we'll move forward with Jordan Love. Who wants this guy? Let's get the conversation right, and then we'll send him straight to you. <laughs> you know? Now keep in mind that once that option is exercised, Roger's cap number becomes $31 million. So it starts to, starts to switch there, like his official cap number there. Now, one of the big things that came out as well from, directly from Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers came out and said recently, again, on the Pat McAfee show, that he would be willing to adjust his contract, okay, for the team that would end up with him, which is 
huge, potentially, right? You look at the New York Jets, if we want to save a couple dollars, depending on how much he's willing to give back, that would be big for us. It would allow us to continue to use our cap to build elsewhere. Now, there's a lot of maneuvering that you can do. I know a lot of people look at that number, 59.5 guaranteed, and they go, whoa, this is, this is a big deal here. Yeah, but you can maneuver that through capology. We see the Saints do it every year. They come into the, se- or come into the offseason, and they're $20 million in the hole. We see it every year, right? They're $20 million over the cap. They're going to have to cut everybody. Oh, everybody's got to go. And then they do some capology. You know, they go into the back room, and they, they stir up the stew, and then they serve it. And then before you know it, they're $10 million, you know, $10 million under, and everything's fine. So there are some things you can move around. You can backload the contract. You can do all kinds of things that will still allow us to take care of business still allow us to sign guys like Quentin Williams to long-term deal and move money around. But if Aaron Rodgers is willing to, you know, adjust that contract even more to help the New York Jets out, if we end up uh, acquiring him, which I hope we do, (laughs) then that would be big as well, right? Now, when you look at Aaron Rodgers, the only thing I'm concerned about is how long are you going to play this game, Okay. We're going to be talking about that with the callers. Again, we'll get to the lines in just a second. 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. All right, lines are hot. We'll get to everybody. I'm just wondering how long this is going to, this is going to take. Because the longer that we chase Aaron Rodgers, which, again, I hope we end up with him, but the longer we chase this guy, the longer the question is, what is going on with the Jets quarterback situation? Okay. Because the longer we chase him, the easier it becomes for other options on the board, i.e. Derek Carr, Jimmy Garoppolo, some people like Ryan Tannehill, we'll be talking about that tonight as well. Those options could end up drying up. Those guys could sign elsewhere. And that's my biggest concern, all right? My biggest concern is that we chase Aaron Rodgers and he strings this out, and then Derek Carr goes elsewhere. Ryan Tannehill ends up signing somewhere. Jimmy Garoppolo is off the board. Maybe even Mike White finds a home somewhere else as well. And then the New York Jets have big issues because all they can turn around and look at is Zach Wilson and other quarterbacks. Honestly, they should not be interested. So that's my big question. But when you look at I'm telling you, when you look at the situation, Aaron Rodgers, I believe the best option for him to come to the New York Jets. And I'm not saying that because I'm a Jets fan and I'm a homer. No, not Joe, not me. I would never be a homer. No, I'm saying that because it's true. All right? Look at the New York Jets. We'd have everything that he would need to win immediately. Weapons, we got those out the wazoo. We got Garrett Wilson, Offensive Rookie of the Year. Elijah Moore, believable wide receiver who just needs to find someone to get him the ball, right? You got Brees Hall coming back as well who was unbelievable. He was on pace probably, probably the offensive rookie of the year. He was carrying our offense for a good portion of the season until he went down. Phenomenal, right? He's going to come back from that injury next season. We have other weapons as well. Tight end, CJ Uzama, who's a solid tight end. You have Tyler Conklin as well, who's done solid things in this league too. Really helped us out last year with a lot of his, uh, you know, catches. Then you look at the offensive line. It's a little work. But guess what? We're getting ATV back. We're getting Beckton back. We use a little cap room here and there, some draft picks. Our line will be fine. you got a top defense, a championship defense, 
with the defensive rookie of the year. You got all pros over there, pro bowlers, Quentin Williams and C.J. Mosley and all these guys, right? If you want to win a championship, this would be the place you would come because the only thing that New York Jets needs is a quarterback. That's the biggest missing piece, all right? So we'll see what happens with Aaron Rodgers going forward. Again, that darkness retreat. I hope he takes those four days and make sure that he's ready to be a Jet, okay? Take those four days to figure out your options as far as your, your travel, okay? Get you a good flight booked, and come on over and be a Jet. Now, as we continue to talk about quarterbacks as well, Derek Carr has been released. <laughs> Keep in mind that Derek Carr informed the Raiders that he wouldn't take a trade to the Saints or any other team just a couple days ago. All right. Now that put the Raiders in a situation where at that point they were going to release him. And Derek Carr had come out before and talked about how he didn't care, you know, what happened as far as how he would get to his next team. He just wanted to make sure that it got done. All right. He said himself uh, after a skills competition that he was going to do the best thing for him and his family. That's what he was concerned about. Keep in mind the Jets did inquire about him as well. They did contact the Raiders, according to reports, and inquire about him. I'm a big Derek Carr guy as well. Everyone knows I love Aaron Rodgers, but Derek Carr is the guy that I believe is the most realistic option for the New York Jets. Keep in mind that Derek Carr did meet with the Saints as well, and uh, they were trying to you know, figure things out, and the Raiders did allow him to do that. And at the time, according to reports, the Raiders were really just looking for a third-round pick. All right? And uh, with him denying you know, that any trade to any other team, because he does have a no trade clause, if the Raiders would have kept him, that would have put them on the hook for $40.4 million of his contract. Whoa. So they were going to let it go. Uh, Of course, the Raiders, him and the Raiders were going to separate regardless. The relationship soured. All right. The last two games of the season, they ended up benching him and removing him from the team. So he couldn't even be around the team. And they said they did that so that he wouldn't become a distraction. So they sent him home. And I believe the Raiders played it all wrong. They played it all wrong. And they allowed Carr to have all of the leverage. As we know, he's very unhappy with the team, and the team had issues with him as well. And now when you look at the situation, the Raiders end up losing Derek Carr, who's a good, good quarterback, a franchise guy, to be completely honest, right? Four 4,000-yard seasons, been a pro bowler I think three times. He's led them to the playoffs before. Uh, I believe twice he's played in one playoff game. I mean, this guy is extremely accomplished. If he came into the New York Jets, he'd, you know, undoubtedly be one of the best quarterbacks the New York Jets have ever had statistically if he were to come here tomorrow, right? So when you look at Derek Carr, he becomes a very viable option as well because uh, he, gives you, he, co- he gives you everything, but he costs you nothing as far as compensation. You don't have to give up any draft picks for Derek Carr whatsoever. He's, go- he's a free agent. It's said and done. He's on the market. Now, my question starts to be about Derek Carr is the bidding war for him. And I know that there's a lot of, lot of Jets fans, right? There's a lot of Jets fans that for some reason believe that you can get a quarterback for a half-eaten bag of hot Cheetos, a half-drinking Gatorade, and two honey buns. That is not how it works in this league. And I believe the Jets fans don't necessarily understand that because we haven't had a franchise quarterback in a long time, probably since Chad Pennington, right? And Chad, again, due to injuries, he wasn't around for that long, Right? But we're talking about franchise guys that now that when you sign them, they're eating up a lot of your cat room, all right? Even guys that, you know, are believed to be 
on the same level as Carr or worse are getting paid in this league, all right? Listen, Deshaun Watson, whole lot of stuff off the field, a lot of questions about his future in the NFL, right, this past offseason. The Browns are so hungry for a quarterback after Mayfield and all the issues that they've had over there. They traded a farm for him and then paid him $46 million per. Got a lot of people having questions about him. There's rumors swirling that the, that the Cowboys are now ready to move on from Dak Prescott because they question his ability and if he can truly lead them anywhere in this league as far as making deep runs in the playoffs. Dak's getting paid $40 million a year. Kirk Cousins, a lot of people think he's trash. I'm telling you, there's a lot of people in the league that think he is awful, he's overrated, that he's bad. He's getting paid $35 million per year. Carson Wentz, okay? A lot of people don't like Carson Wentz at all, believe that he's washed up in this league. He's getting paid $32 million a year. Wait until you see what other guys like Lamar Jackson is going to make. Whoa! And Lamar Jackson is phenomenal. Wait until you see what he's getting paid. Guys like Patrick Mahomes, who's unbelievable look at how much he's making right <laughs> like guys quarterbacks get paid in this league tremendously so i'm just a bit worried about the bidding war for Derek carr and i'm also worried if the new york jets have a plan going into this offseason which i'm pretty sure that they do because i trust joe douglas but i'm wondering if they have a plan to, to the point where they do not allow aaron Rodgers to string them out and if Aaron Rodgers is not ready or does not want to be a New York Jet, that they will be able to quickly move away from him and go after Derek Carr. But you've got to be concerned about the bidding war because there are other teams out there that are extremely quarterback hungry, all right, outside of the Raiders because, of course, he's not going back there. You've got the Bucks who are looking around. You've got other teams as well, people talking about the Titans and other teams that are going to be hungry for quarterbacks that are going to want to get this guy in the building to shore up that position. We've been hungry for quarterback for years. Look at us, right? We've been here. We've seen what happens when you have everything else, but you don't have a quarterback. Look what happened to us this season. So teams are definitely going to be, you know, doing what they can to get Carr in the building. You know, the Saints clearly were interested. And I'm just a bit worried about how high those numbers could get, especially with a quarterback of his ilk on the market as a free agent. Now, to finish things up, listen, the Jets have hired Todd Downing, okay? The Jets have hired Todd Downing. Todd Downing was the Titans' former offensive coordinator. He will be the New York Jets' passing game coordinator as well, all right? So he'll be here doing a passing game, you know, putting things together. Now, keep in mind, Todd Downing has connections with Derek Carr and Ryan Tannehill, all right? He was Carr's QB coach, though, with the Raiders, 2015, 2016, also did other offensive you know, work with the Raiders as well. Now, while Derek Carr was there and he was on staff, Derek Carr had three Pro Bowls with him while he was on the staff. He also worked with Nathaniel Hackett as well previously with the Bills, so they have a connection, right? Now, a lot of people, a lot of Jets fans say that they don't like the hire, they think he's an idiot, so on and so forth. I like the hire because, again, he's not coming in here to be the offensive coordinator. Of course, he did have – he did get fired after a bad season. His offense didn't produce – I think it was, I believe it was in year two. He also got a DUI in November 18th. He served about 48 hours in jail. He did a 48-hour jail bid for that. But, again, that's in the past, all right? And what I believe the New York Jets have done with their staff is they put guys in position where they've surrounded Nathaniel Hackett with other offensive minds that can help him. 
And you look around the league, that's what other teams do. Andy Reid does that. Andy Reid surrounds himself with other offensive minds that can help him, right? Again, we all know he's an offensive genius, but you also got Eric Bieniemy, who's amazing. He's also had other guys on his offensive staff as well, Matt Nagy, other guys too, that have really been able to help you know, foster different kind of ideas, different things within the scheme, how to, how to handle things different ways, attack defenses different ways, right? Now, again, Todd, of course, didn't work out with the Titans, but he can come in here and help Nathaniel Hackett put some things together. He's a passing game coordinator, right? He's not the offensive coordinator. Nathaniel Hackett is the guy that's going to be out there calling the plays, putting things together, right? But this is a guy that's going to be able to help and be in the room and put things together with the staff. So I like, I like the hire here. I think he's going to come in here and be solid for us. I know there's a lot of Jets fans that don't like it. But, again, he's not coming in here to be the offensive coordinator. He's coming in here to be part of the staff. And uh, let me tell you something else. There's a lot of people also questioning uh, whether Makai Becton is going to have that fifth-year option picked up. All right, a lot of questions about that coming up again. May 1st, I believe, is the deciding date for the New York Jets to pick up this option. Beckton's price tag is $13 million if the Jets do pick up the option for the fifth year. There's been a lot of questions about Makai Beckton. Again, the injuries, two years, uh, you know, has missed a lot of football, especially last year, came in with a lot of situations with that kneecap, uh, fractured his kneecap, and then pretty much, you know, missed the entire season. And that was said and done. There's been a lot of questions about his weight and his work ethic and all that other stuff. But before all of this, when Makai Becton was healthy that rookie year, he was phenomenal. He was one of the top left tackles in all of football. Then there's been a lot of questions about him, a lot of questions about his availability, which is often your best ability. And there's been a lot of questions about his work ethic, right, from a lot of fans, and it's supposed to have been leaked out of the team as well. Now, we're going to see what happens going forward with Makai Becton, but you also got to wonder with the New York Jets, the Jets have a lot of issues up front, particularly along the offensive line, particularly at tackle, a lot of question marks, right? Of course, Makai ended up playing right tackle uh, this season, too, because they started fan- at left tackle initially before he went down. So I want to, you know, talk to you folks about that today as well. What are your thoughts about the possibility of New York Jets not picking up Makai Beckton's fifth-year option? So we're going to get to the Lions. They are hot. I could go on all day and all night about the New York Jets. I'm telling you. I'm fired up. You know, we've got a lot of good things on the horizon. Aaron Rodgers could be a Jet soon. You got Derek Carr. A free agent. I'm high. Salute to all the savages in the chat. We're going to get to the lines again. 515-602-9639. is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. Okay, for all my new callers, please keep in mind, you know, I need to be able to hear you. Make sure that your phone line is good. Please give the stream a thumbs up if you have not given it a thumbs up already. Subscribe if you have not subscribed. And hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also, you know, again, share the stream across your social media with your friends and your family. If you want to give to the stream, the Super Chat is there. Cash App is at the bottom of the screen as well. Anything you give to the platform is greatly appreciated, all right? Also, for my new callers as well, new people listen. I do not allow cursing on my show, okay? Cursing, cursing on my show, I'll move on from you. I'll get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got my out here. Get out of here. Got him out of here fast, okay? I know he's landed elsewhere, but we moved on from him fast, all right? So we're going to get to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. First caller I'm going to is my guy. We're going to go to Brick City. 
Brick City, I'm coming directly to you. We're coming directly to Brick City. Salutes to you, Brick. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, for those of you that do not know, that boy Brick City, oh, he's a savage. What's going on, my man? Listen, I I want to talk to you about this. What's going on, man? Listen, there's been a lot of discussion. Aaron Rodgers going on that darkness retreat, man. I'm a little concerned about this situation. I'm worried about Aaron Rodgers stringing us out. If you were the New York Jets general manager, if you're Joe Douglas, what is the maximum amount of time that you're willing to give Aaron Rodgers to figure out whether he wants to move on from the Packers and be a Jet or not? What are you doing, man? Joe, I'm going to keep it real with you, brother. At 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, if I was Joe Douglas, I would be at the front door of Derek Carr. Like, what's up? What you want to do? You want to win? Mm. You want to win Super Bowl? Okay. You want to become a New York Jet? Listen, we got a top 10 defense. We got an offensive line. We can build that around you. We got weapons around you. We got tight ends. We got more. We got we got Garrett Wilson. You know what I'm saying? We can bring in another weapon for you if you like. We got a running game for you. What you want to do? You're 32 mm-hmm. years old. The money is not going to cost us that much. What you want? Woody Johnson's willing to open those pockets or willing to open the pockets? I'm not waiting for Aaron Rodgers to come off his five-day uh, acid trip and not knowing what the <laughs> heck he want to do. To be honest with you, Joe, I, I want to win. I want to win Super Bowls. I, you know, don't get me wrong. I love Aaron Rodgers. Having Aaron Rodgers here will be great, but I don't want a one-year rental on on a Bugatti. You know, I want I want stability. I want five years to to you know to enter the Super Bowl. I want to give us a chance. You know, Derek Carr and Aaron Rodgers does give us that chance. Um, but I think Derek Carr will be more better of a fit. Uh, then Aaron Rodgers, uh, I don't care. You know, you know. I, I said this before. I, I don't think, you know, I think the whole media thing is overblown. You know, we, he, he would have been the best statistical quarterback that we had in a very long time since Joe Namath, man. It's been four, 50, 55 decades, man. Five decades mm-hmm. of what ifs. And I'm tired of what ifs. I'm tired of... You know, is he is Aaron Rodgers coming? Is he not? Well, every little thing that Aaron Rodgers said, everybody's making YouTube videos of it. Cut it out. Let's 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 go. That was Joe Douglas, Derek Carr. What's up? Do you want to be a New York Jet? Do you want okay. to win? We got a good coaching staff. Let's go. Okay. Well, listen, Brick City, and I hear you, but I want to play devil's advocate, right? I want to give the other side of the argument. Let me give you this take. All right, I hear what you're saying. Derek Carr, phenomenal quarterback, right? But when you look at the AFC and you look at our our terrain here, right? You got Joe Burrow, you got Patrick Mahomes, you got Josh Allen, you got, you know, to this point, uh, Lamar Jackson, a lot of people talking about him possibly getting traded as well. All these quarterbacks, just Sean Watson, who looks like it's going to, you know, he's going to play next year for the Browns. Now, when you look at that, you would think, hey, those guys, you know, those guys are elite quarterbacks in this league. We need elite quarterback play. What do you say to the fans that say, listen, Derek Carr's phenomenal, but Aaron Rodgers, you need to make sure that he becomes a Jet because you've got to have all the firepower possible to match up with these quarterbacks. I mean, do you think, right, you look at the situation with the Chiefs, who right now, you know, again, Super Bowl champions once again, right, Chiefs just won a bowl once again. Do you think that we would be able to match up with the Chiefs? Because as of right now, it's looking like you have to go through them to get to the Super Bowl. It looks like you're going to be matching up with them in the AFC championships for years to come. 
Do you think that that Derek Carr would be able to lead the New York Jets and beat the Chiefs if need be? Or wouldn't we be better off with Aaron Rodgers, a guy who's been there time and time again, who's made deep playoff runs, who's won a Super Bowl, who's been in that position to give us that type of lead play? Don't you think that Aaron Rodgers would give us a better edge because he would give us the firepower we need necessary? All right. So I'm going to answer this question in two parts. I'm going to start with Aaron Rodgers. Yes, Aaron Rodgers does give us a, a, a chance at the Super Bowl because look at it. Look, you mentioned the Bills, you mentioned the Chiefs, you mentioned the, uh, the Bengals, right? We didn't play, we didn't play yeah. the Chiefs this season, but the two out of those three, we beat the we beat uh, Buffalo without competent quarterback play. We would have beat them, we would have swept them the second time if it wasn't for you know Mike White getting sawed in half. Uh, the the Bengals, we beat them without competent quarterback play last year, and we almost beat them again without competent quarterback play. Thank you, Zach Wilson. I believe mm. with Robert Sala and our defense, we can go into Arrowhead and beat Mahomes. We can go into Cincinnati. And, and, and beat Joe Burrow. We can go into Buffalo and make a, a Josh Allen pack with Aaron Rodgers and with Derek Carr. Derek Carr mm. puts up four, four I'll start with 4,000 yards, uh, 30, 30 plus touchdowns, 12 interceptions. With the weapons that we got, we, we got guys that are, are still on rookie contract. We got flexibility. I don't want it to be we have a one amazing year, and let's say the following year is like, oh, I want to retire. No, nah, because I'm going to answer something else you said. Aaron Rodgers is great, mm-hmm. but he only won one Super Bowl. One Super Bowl, and that was what? Uh, what's the name? Uh, Sanchez's rookie year, I believe, 2009, 2010 season. Um, mm-hmm. And he won with – and elite defense. So with the defense that we have, we add a safety here. Uh, we can tweak a little things on the defense. Make sure we get a uh, big, big Will um, his contract. That's another topic for another day. I believe we can win the Super Bowl. I mean, I'm dying for a Super Bowl just like you are, just like every other Jet fan. But would you rather yeah. have one Super Bowl and just say, yeah, we finally did it, and wait another 50 years when we dead? I want I want to win one, two, three. I'm greedy. Like I or like the last time I called two weeks ago. I am greedy, bro. It's been a long time, man. Brady is finally out of here. My brother's in the car with me. You know he's a diehard Tampa Bay fan. You know Brady's out of here. You know it, it, we're in the era of Mahomes, and it's scary because Mahomes is 27, and he's the probably, he's the new face of the league. He's the new face of the NFL. It is what it is. I like Mahomes, but. It's, it's our time, man. You know, Mahomes got time to eat. I don't know what's up there in, 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 in Niagara Falls and Buffalo. They just seem like they can't get out of their own way. But we can win mm. that division. We can win the division. We can go to the playoffs. We can make noise. Anything can happen any given Sunday, Joe. Nobody no, wants listen, to play the Jets when we on our A game. Listen, and I hear you. And, again, Mahomes, man, he is looking phenomenal. Okay? What? <laughs> Man, even, uh, the ankle injury, which I don't know, you know I, it's just ridiculous it's the way that he's playing and some of the he things that we're seeing him do. Went off. That's what it was, though. In crunch time. Yeah, in crunch time. Oh, man, he's unbelievable. But even to talk about what you were saying, yeah, I, listen, I hear that and I get it. I understand it. But I tell you what, Aaron Rodgers is something otherworldly. He, I mean, he's ridiculous. One of the better, one of the, still one of the best quarterbacks in the league, still has elite quarterback play. And, you know, I think if the New York Jets have an opportunity to grab him, they should. But, again, I don't want to get strung out, and that's where I hear your point now. 
I want to talk to you a little bit about Derek Carr because you're, you know, you're a guy that just said, hey, I would be on his doorstep talking to him, and he's a guy that I, I like as well. I think he's the most realistic option for the New York Jets. Now, my question starts to be with Derek Carr is the bidding war that will come, with, which I will believe will come with him, right, because he's going to be a free agent. He's going to meet with a lot of teams, right? If you're the New York Jets general manager, what is the max you're willing to give him per year, right? He's already to this point. The Raiders are giving him $40 million. Where are you willing to go? Are you willing to go into the high 40s? Are you willing to cross the 50? What are you willing to do to make sure that you land Derek Carr as a Jet? Give him whatever you want. I'll start at $45 million. Oh, I'll start okay. at 45 If it takes 50 okay. so be it. It's so big. We, the, look at okay. the Saints and some of these other teams that be in cat okay. uh, hell, you know, and they somehow make it, make find a way to get extra cap. The cap is easily manipulated, and Joe Douglas is a wizard. I actually will go to him. Listen, do you want to go to the Saints and have a what if down there in the NFC South? Do you want to go to Tennessee where we're better than Tennessee, we're better than the Saints, or what you want to be when in New York and be a god for the rest of your career, if you only win one Super Bowl, and let's say we win mm-hmm. one Super Bowl and be competent for, we say we, he's 32, let's say we have him until he's 35, 37 years old, right? We win one Super Bowl, mm-hmm. and we consistently in the playoffs every year, and we're, and we're and Joe Namath is forgotten, and now it's Derek Carr for the next 40, 50 years. Mm-hmm. And, I give, and, I, and I let him answer it. Would you take that, or would you want to go feel comfortable, get your money, and not win a ring. Because what I heard, what his brother said uh, a couple of weeks ago, he wants a ring. So why not New York? Why not be in the biggest market? We had the Jets haven't won since 1969. I'm tired of the Giants always getting the attention. I'm tired of the New England Patriots, Miami Dolphins, and Buffalo Bills. It's time to, to get rid of the curse and make some noise and start smacking people in the face again and let everybody know gangrene is here and we ain't playing. I want all the smoke. You talking that. You talking that talk. You now, my final question before I let you go, Brick City, because you bring in the heat, man. Jets hired Todd Downing as a passing game coordinator. How are you feeling about that, man? Uh, I mean, I, I don't know too much about him. Um, I know that uh, I think he was a previous uh, offensive coordinator, if I'm correct. Yeah, of the Titans. Yeah. With, uh, the with Titans, Derek, uh, with, offensive coordinator. With the Titans. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I mean, he, uh, from what I'm hearing, he wasn't uh, very good as an offensive coordinator this year. But um, mm-hmm. if he can help with the passing, with the passing game, some way, somehow, and fit with that uh, West Coast system, we still want in the West Coast system. I mean, as long as he, he's good. As <laughs> long as he don't, you know, as long as he don't suck, I'm only, I don't, I'm okay with it. I haven't done my homework on the guy yet because mm-hmm. I was, I've been at work all day. I ain't gonna lie to you, Joe. I've been at work and I've been no, dealing with my kids. It's understandable. You know, it's Valentine's yeah, Day, I mean, dealing with the wife. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. I do my more. Um, next, hopefully next time um, you have the show, I'll probably call in and have some more research and you know say have more to say about him. <laughs> Absolutely. Listen, be listen, listen. It has been a. Uh, an absolute great call from you, Brick. I want to thank you for calling in. Next time I have a show, I want to hear from you, all right? Yeah, I'm going to try to make it my best to make it, my brother. And I, um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you, my brother. Absolutely. Salutes. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Listen, Brick City with a fire. <laughs> my guy, Wild Wave, salutes to him. Savage in the chat says, this guy is wild. $50 million for zero playoff wins is insane. Wild Wing giving his takes. 
you know, Brick City said he's willing to give Derek Carr 45 to $50 million to get it done and bring him into the building. Quarterbacks are getting paid this year. I ain't going to lie to you. Or quarterbacks have getting pay, been getting paid for years. I'm not going to lie to you. I want to say that. So salute to everybody in the chat, all the savages, Wild Wave, Budgeting D, always good to see you. Randilla as well. Randilla says, yo, Long Beach, yo, good points. I have faith in Elite D, can still beat the best QB in offense. It's just tougher in today's game that favors the offense. That's a fact. All right? We saw that. Brad Berry with that tug on Juju. Can't touch receivers like that no more, my boy. <laughs> Get that flag and – we see what it is. But, you know, Chiefs get themselves another W, but we're trying to find a quarterback here to get ourselves into, you know, that deep playoff run. So we're going to keep getting to these lines again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone as well. All right? We're spreading the love. Next, we're going to go to Ted. Ted, we're coming directly to you, Steve, Chris, all the other callers as well, new callers. Be patient. We'll get to you in a second. Salutes to you, Ted. I want to thank you for calling in. For those of you that do not know, that boy Ted, he's a savage. Damn, Ted is a savage. Salutes to you, Ted. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Ted, we're chopping it up. We're talking quarterbacks, man. A lot of people, you know, looking at Derek Carr right now, man. He's been released, all right? He's a free agent. Yes, sir. You're the New York Jets front office, man. You know, you're interested in him. What would you say to Derek Carr to sell him on becoming a New York Jet, man? How are you – what are you pitching to him to make sure that he wants to be in a green jersey? Joe, it's a perfect opening question because I have the solution to that one. And by the way, Brick City, excellent call by Brick City. Um, mm. He covered most of the bases, quite honestly. Um, I would be in the same salary range as um, Brick City said for Carr, mm. and I would basically tell him Woody Johnson, he owns Johnson & Johnson, gives him a big tissue endorsement for the press conferences when he cries, and it'll say <laughs> – you know, Johnson and Johnson's tissue sponsors Derek Carr's press conferences. And he gets about ten million a year for that endorsement. Oh come on. About that, Joe? No, 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 no. Come on, Ted. Ted coming in with the jokes. You know what I'm saying? He wants to tell these jokes. That was a good one. That was a good I'm one. That's half serious. That's half serious. He's passionate. <laughs> He's passionate, all right? Enough. Why can't I a man you. cry? There's nothing wrong with having emotions, all right? You know, it's a new time. I agree, It's a new year, 2023. There's nothing wrong with having emotions. I like that. Yes, He's sir. fighting. Yes, He's sir. battled on the field, and he cried. But, listen, I hear exactly what you're saying, all right? There's a lot of people that yep. like Derek Carr. I do as well. But, yeah. I'm looking at the other side of the argument, and there's a lot of fans that I've had discussions with as well, Ted, and a lot of them say, listen, Derek Carr, that's cool. He's a good quarterback. But we need firepower. Yeah. We're in the AFC. We're going to be matched up with a lot of quarterbacks. And so when you, when you talk to a lot of Jets fans, that's what leads them to say, Aaron Rodgers or bust, because you're matching up with Mahomes mm-hmm. and all these other great quarterbacks. What do you say mm-hmm. to those fans that are thinking, listen, if you, did, if you get Derek Carr, that's cool, but he's not going to give you enough firepower to beat the elite teams. You're not going to beat the Chiefs with Derek Carr. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, 
I'll take one step back. At least I didn't say Derek Carr tampon, you know, endorsement. But let me just say this, Joe. Um, I think I think Go ahead. Sorry, Joe. Sorry, He's wallet tonight. Go ahead. Oh God. All right. See you on in all seriousness. Oh, happy Valentine's Day. In all seriousness, Joe. Um, I think Tannehill is our number one fallback option. Um, oh. Derek, I'll be honest, Joe. Uh, Florida's, I live in Florida. Florida's a tax-free state. Mm-hmm. Tampa's mm-hmm. a ready-made team for Carr. They have good weapons. They have a hell of a defense. Sorry, heck of a defense. Mm-hmm. Um, and tax-free. I, I think his number one choice would be Florida. And it's a weaker, it's a weaker wow. division. It's a weaker division than our division. Mm-hmm. But uh, the fact that they brought in a lot of the Tennessee coordinators, uh, two things. One, I think Tannehill is probably the fallback, and they think maybe Zach is uh, rehabable because they're bringing a lot more help than LaFleur offered for uh, Zach. I think they're going to try to do whatever they can to get something out of him, which I think is possible with good coaching finally. Yeah, listen, and and I hear that. I I hear that, Ted. I, Mm. I figure like this. And, and, I, and I hear what you're saying. They did bring in the Tennessee offensive line coach. They brought in Downing as well, you know, which was a hire as yeah. a passing game coordinator. Look, if you yeah. miss out on Derek Carr, right, which you, you need to make this decision quickly, okay? But yep. if, if yep. Derek Carr is who the Jets are, are going after, right, and a lot of that other stuff is smoke, and you miss out on Derek Carr, you better be hot as it gets on Aaron Rodgers. You've got you to gotta do yeah. your darndest to land one of those two guys. I like Ryan Tannehill. I think he's done a lot of great things in this league. But I would just go back to mm-hmm. Mike White at that point, to be completely honest. You might mm-hmm. as well go back mm-hmm. to Mike White, a guy that has shown you that he can adequately run your offense and he can put you in great positions to win games and just build your offense around that. I mean, and look, we all know they're not going to give up on Sam Darnold. We all know that, right? They've said it. Uh, Sulla has come out and talked about it through hell or high water. They've said they're going to coach him. And Joe Douglas is clearly not going to give up, but he drafted him. You know, so he's not going to give up yep. on him until it is over, over, okay? But for yep. me, Ryan Tannehill, man, I I just would rather go back to Mike White, man. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Is Ryan Tannehill, for you, a guy that you would want to see over Mike White if things do fall out with Carr and Rodgers? I don't think we have much of a choice, him or Jimmy G. Or I, we can't afford to draft another guy. We Maybe later in the later rounds, but we can't afford another first-round draft pick and then try to make him work unless you think he's, you know, first day starter, like a, uh, a guy from the uh, chargers. Um, yeah. I just, it's Herbert. very tricky, Joe. I would give Herbert, I would give Rogers a couple of days to make a decision. Sell him on the fact that he can make a, well, oh God, I can't, I have to stop cursing. I was such a crap load of money. Don't curse. In endorsements yeah, in New York. Sorry, John. Yeah. Um, in endorsements sorry. in New York. He might make ten or twenty million dollars in endorsements if he's willing to take the, a pay cut to come here mm-hmm. and you know make ten or twenty million on whatever he's whatever he can do sneakers I don't know what else whether he can endorse in New York which I'm sure is a lot of money. Mm-hmm. The thing is, you gotta you know he may want to go with Devontae Adams. He's got options too. He's got options too. Yeah. So, yeah. but it's a, it's not easy, Joe. It's not easy. But if he's willing to take a pay cut. And we don't give up too much draft capital. We keep our first rounder, and maybe we get another weapon or an offensive lineman, and we have our mm-hmm. defense, and maybe add a few pieces here and there, from especially from the 49ers. 
we could probably make a run in a couple of years. You know, I mean, I mean, for a couple of years, he's willing to do it. Yeah. Got oh man, job. listen. I think Aaron Rodgers, and, and and I know a lot of people talk about the pieces, and I always bring this up that the New York Jets have weapons. You know, out the wazoo, mm-hmm. right? We've got that. There's some issues along mm-hmm. the offensive line, which we can fix, right? You don't have to have five Pro Bowlers along your offensive line. But I'll tell you what, great quarterback play hides all of that stuff, all of it. Yes, sir. Right? Uh, yeah. We've seen that before with Brady and, and the Patriots. You saw when he left that there were things that were clearly exposed <laughs> mm. that you could see yeah. as clear as day weren't as good as they were when Tom Brady was there. Now, what I think will happen is we can add Aaron Rodgers or just a, a, a or Derek Carr, but we're talking about Aaron Rodgers right now. Is that the the weapons that we will have? You'll see them ascend like crazy. It becomes a lot harder to defend the New York Jets when you have a quarterback that you can't just stack the box against, like Zach Wilson. Our running game sure. improves as well because, you know, you you gotta. It's just not it's not easy, right? You can't just okay, I'm gonna stack the box, stuff the running lanes. Okay, well go ahead and do that. You'll get torched. Now Brees Hall is mm. going to be able to open up, you know, going to be able to find those running lanes. Or Michael Carter, because we know Brees Hall is going to miss a little bit of time next year, right, at this point. That's mm. what we believe. So our backs mm. are going to – everything just opens up when you have that elite type of quarterback play. So I'm looking to see how the New York Jets handle business. You said as well, I wouldn't try to uh, – I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be on the Aaron Rodgers train too long if we were just – if he's yep, going to try not. to take me across country. If he's going to try to yep. take me across country – I'm gonna get off the train at the at the the earliest stop that I possibly could, and I'm gonna get get an Uber and I'm gonna drive over to Derek Carr's house. <laughs> We're immediately gonna start talking about options with him. Okay, so I don't want to get strung out okay. too long with that either. But we were talking as well about other positions on the team. There's a lot of rumors mm-hmm. swirling about Makai Beckton right now. A lot of people talking about how the New York Jets more than likely will not pick up his fifth year option. What are your thoughts about that, man? Do you think that that would be a smart move for the Jets not to pick up the option? Wow. Uh, it's a tough one, Joe. I would say that is a smart move, but, I mean, how many years can you wait for him to be healthy and and make an impact? I don't I don't know how, how much longer you can wait. Unfortunately, he may it may all work out when he's with another team. That's the way it, mm-hmm. might, it might look for us. So we may have to go with a 13 pick. Hopefully we can save that and and go first round. Um, But, Joe, what you said about having a running game and things like that, um, we can add a lot of pieces. I'm just saying, worst-case scenario, if we get Tannehill, whatever we pay him, we can add a bunch of free agents on top of that, keep our pick, and I think you can get 25 or 30 touchdowns and, you know, 12 picks out out of Tannehill. Not that I'm a huge fan of his, but if mm-hmm. you have a very a, a good game manager, I hate to say it, a good game manager, mm-hmm. um, that's okay. Um, I'm not sure if we're going to get either Carl Rogers. I said in the last show, I don't think we will. But if we mm-hmm. do great, we, if we do great, but 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 the, the question the question then becomes, the, and I hear you, but the question then becomes, Ted. If you're going to go with Ryan Tannehill, and I mean, he hasn't had 30 touchdowns. He's only had over, you know, 30 touchdowns or 30 touchdowns one time in his career. I believe that was 2020. If you're mm-hmm. going back to – if you're going to Ryan Tannehill, which he's going to have to come in, you know, you might as well go with Mike White. Mike White has shown you more mm-hmm. than enough capability to be able to run the offense functionally. 
right? Mm-hmm. Mike White mm-hmm. really put things together. The, the offense ascended under him. The issue was clearly, you know, we saw with Zach Wilson, once Mike White was given the ball and given that start, things really started to pop then, right? We started to see Elijah Moore yes, come alive. We started to see Garrett Wilson, you know, continue to grind and do his thing. We started to see other things pop around around the football team as well. You started to see everybody else, you know, start to, you know, step up as well, perk up too. You started to see the defense. The guys, you know, uh, Dwayne Brown talked about how everyone, you know, loves the guy. He's a dog. Like everybody thinks that. You might as well go back to Mike White. You might as well if you're going to sign Tannehill. You might as well. That's, mm-hmm. just, that's just my personal opinion. That's what I think, and you can continue to build the team around him the exact same way. I just, for me, it's just, it, it's tough. How about both, Joe? How about Tannehill and White? Huh? And Zach number three? That could be that could be an option. That could be an option as well. Again, you and let him fight it out. Let him battle fight. it out. Yeah, yeah, that's an option as well. That's 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 a great mm-hmm. a great take there. That could be an option too because I talked about that as well possibly bringing Jimmy mm-hmm. G in and keeping Mike White as well. So that's that's something that we can do too. So but even looking at Makai yes, Beckham going back to that fifth that that uh, fifth year option with him, you look at the situation, mm-hmm. man. Like you said, it's been tough. Two years he's been, you know, dealing with injuries. Even the first year, mm-hmm. you know, he played phenomenal, but he dealt with injuries then. You gotta worry about his uh his health, especially with the knee issues going forward. But the Jets are yep. in a situation where if they do decline that fifth-year option and he balls out that fifth year and looks like he did year one, boy, oh, boy, you're in a position. Because you're already looking for, for tackles right now, yeah. right? We don't know who's yep. going to be the left yep. tackle this upcoming season. We'll figure that out. If, if Makai Beckham comes back, maybe he's the left tackle right now. You know, he's playing right tackle. But then you've got to see what happens going forward. Because if he can show you that he's fully healthy, if he can play next year fully healthy, and then he goes out there and he dominates a left tackle of his ilk around the league. Mm. Oh, boy, oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh I agree, boy. There's going to be some issues. Yeah, yeah it's going to be some big problems. So before I let you go, Ted, because you've been bringing some heat, what are your thoughts about okay. the New York Jets hiring Tad Downing? How do you feel about that, man, passing game coordinator? Oh, another another guy I have no knowledge of. So uh, is <laughs> if he has has the – if he's a step up from the floor and he can manage whoever the quarterback is and create, you know, create the mismatches that the floor should have, um, you know, well, then again, before I was working with Zach Wilson, wasn't, he wasn't working with a mm-hmm. lot either. I got to give him that. Yeah. Anybody, Joe, anybody that we can develop a quarterback with, whether it's Zach Wilson or one we draft, we're going to have to develop mm-hmm. another quarterback. Even if we get Rogers, yeah. Carr, whoever, we need somebody in the pipeline. Yeah. And Zach may yeah. not be may not be the guy. Yeah, yeah, we'll see yeah. what happens going forward. Again, they're going to keep working with Zach regardless because they're just not going to give up yep. on him. But man, yep. you know, Todd Downing, I, I believe the staff that Seller is building. Yeah, I believe that I believe the staff that Seller is building. You know, they're doing a decent yep. job. But I got to slide off. I think so. I got other callers on the line. I want to thank you for yes, calling sir, in tonight, my friend. You have yourself a good one. You too, Joe. Take care, Joe. All right, have a good one. Listen, Ted calling him with some fire. We're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. Wherever you're watching me from, please give the stream a thumbs up. Also, share the stream with your friends and family as well. Also, subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. We're going to get back to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639. 
is the number. Call in. We're taking all callers. All right, keep in mind, I do not allow cursing on my show. Don't call in cursing. I get you out of here fast. I'm talking fast. Faster than we got Adam Gaze out of here. Get out of here. It wasn't that fast. It was this fast. Oh, fast. That was fast. Next, we're going to my guy, Chris. Chris, we're coming directly to you. All right. For those of you that do not know, Anyways. Chris, he's a savage. Yeah, yeah. Salute to you, Chris. Yeah. Listen, we're talking that talk tonight, my friend. Got a lot of things going yeah, on. Sure. I'm talking about Aaron Rodgers. I've been a huge proponent of Aaron Rodgers. All right. He's going on his four day yeah. retreat some at some point, right? Yeah. At some time. We don't really know. It's supposed to be within the next couple of days. All right. <laughs> What are your thoughts about the New York Jets contacting the Packers about Aaron Rodgers? How long, you know, do you think uh, you would wait if you were on the Jets front office for Aaron Rodgers to make his decision, man? I think you wait. Uh, you plan as, as you know, you go. I think what he said that he's going to make up his mind after he comes back from the, from the re- retreat. I would think I would give him a month or so until he comes back mm. and see what happens. A month? Okay, okay. Now, here, here's my question, because you said a month, and that's a very interesting interesting take there. You also got Derek Carr mm-hmm. on that, on free agents, mm-hmm. right? And we know things move really fast in the NFL. How concerned are you? You're waiting a month for, for uh, Aaron Rodgers. How concerned are you about your other options at quarterback drying up within that month? I'm not concerned. I think the Jets have a, have a good uh, team. I think that um, – you know, there were some plays that you could call back last year. I think what you said about, like, Tannehill and, and Garoppolo, I think we could still uh, build this team around them, and we can still make a Super Bowl run with the elite defense, mm-hmm. uh, with a strong running game, and uh, some intelligent quarterback play. Uh, I, think we mm-hmm. could, I think we could definitely make a Super Bowl run. You know, I think we yeah. could definitely no, I, do I, I, I think this team is on the verge. Yeah, and I hear that. But, again, if you're waiting a month to figure out if you're all in on Aaron Rodgers and you're waiting a month for him to make his decision, Derek Carr is a free agent today, right? He's already had a meeting with the Saints. You've got to think that a lot of teams are going to be very hot on Carr, very right. hot on him, right? He could sign a meeting. Right. We know how fast things move in the NFL. We've, you know, signed free agents before fast, right? Bart, uh, I remember right. Bart Scott, they showed up at his house. I believe they brought him cupcakes. Right and signed yeah. him immediately. Right when free agency opened, we've had right. guys. Uh, Anthony Barr. Right, we thought we had him. He felt sick to his stomach about right. being a Jet and went back to the Vikings. So we've seen things yeah. move very fast in the league. And I'm just wondering right. if you're waiting a month for Derek Carr or you're waiting a month, excuse me, for Aaron Rodgers. A lot of time can go by, and that leaves you in a very tough situation with Carr. Mm-hmm. But you know, I know that you're a guy that's all in on Rodgers. Now let's say. The whole situation with Aaron Rodgers falls apart. He comes back from that four-day retreat, and he goes, look, I don't want to be a Jet. I just want to stay with the Packers. I'm done, right? Right. Your focus now has to shift elsewhere. Who is your second option? Where would you look? You know, if you're the Jets, you know, general manager, where would you look to go? Is Carr your second option? Is Garoppolo your second option? Is it Tannehill? I think – I think a great option is um, I think a great option is is a guy like Ryan Tannehill. 
And here's why. Okay. Uh, you still could develop. You could still develop a guy like Zach Wilson, give him two years. You don't have to pay kill the the salary cap. You still get veteran mentorship uh, in in the in the locker room here. One of the things that people are not understanding, like when you bring in a guy like Aaron Rodgers, right? And this is what everyone says: Is he going to jive with the, the young guys in the locker room? Is there is he going to mm. uh, cause cause issues and chemistry issues with the thing? Because you see how he was with the young receivers in 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 in, in Green Bay, right? Is he going to come here and do that to you know um, you know the the young receivers that we? I think Ryan Tannehill is a more of a team guy. I think this team. I'm not to say I would I would still get Aaron Rodgers, but if we didn't get Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't be mad with that, especially if we built the team around them that they're, that they're really good and we had an elite defense. So, here's, you know, if we had an elite defense and we had a, a, a decent, decent quarterback and we had an elite mm-hmm. defense, I think we can make the Super Bowl because you're not going to out – no matter what the Jets do, right, as we've seen in the Super Bowl, we're not going to outshoot Patrick Mahomes. Let's just get that out of the way. We're going to have to run the ball, have a ground control game, if we're going to beat teams like that and have an elite defense. Mm-hmm. We're not going to outshoot Patrick Mahomes, no matter who we get in here. And I've been saying that from the beginning, is that we got to look at who we're playing, who the, who the quarterback is. We have to have an elite running game, and we have to have an elite defense. We're not going to beat mm-hmm. Joe Burrow and, and all these – we're not going to outshoot those guys. Those guys are on another level, even better than Aaron Rodgers right now. They're better than Aaron Rodgers. So we have to have an yeah. elite defense and elite running game to compete with those guys. Yeah. And, and I hear you, and you make, you're making a solid point, but wouldn't that lead you to, and I hear you, that Ryan Tannehill for you is your next option after Carr, but to, to have solid quarterback play or elite quarterback play or great quarterback play, like you said as well, wouldn't that lead Derek Carr to being more of your second option? Because if you look at Derek Carr, Derek, Derek Carr, Carr – yeah. In my mind, it's yeah, clearly the second option, right? Uh, but right. I, I know that you said Ryan Tannehill for you is that. But if you look at Derek Carr for me, right. four four thousand yard season, three Pro Bowls, he's done it all. And again, we've seen him match up with against you know Mahomes. He's been in his division before; they right. beat them before. All kinds of things, right? So for me, I, I get right. that you know again, Patrick Mahomes is phenomenal. But to have that right. to compete at that level, I believe the New York Jets have to grab one of those two guys. Because otherwise, okay, so you can beat the Chiefs. You can beat the Chiefs without having a just all-world quarterback, but it's going to be very tough to do so because okay. of, like you said, so let the me, quarterback play from let Mahomes. Me, Go ahead. Let, Go ahead. Let me give you. Let me give you. The, let me give you. Let me give you the thing. Forty to fifty million dollars for for uh, for for for, uh, for Derek Carr. Fifteen million dollars. Wow. Okay. Maybe even less for for, for, for Ryan Tannehill, or fifteen million dollars for Ryan Tannehill. Then you add, you can trade for like a guy like Mike Williams. Then you can sign a guy like Jesse Bates, right? And you can keep your your defense. And then if mm-hmm. you wanted to, you can add an offensive lineman. And then you can go crazy in the draft and draft a guy, a, a ultimate weapon like B. John Robinson, go ahead with with listening. What team is mm-hmm. better? I'm well, gonna I'm ask you what team what, what team do you no, think no, is listen. better? And I hear what you're saying. I'm going with Derek Carr because, and I understand that Ryan Tannehill is a cheaper option, but why is he the cheaper option? Because he's not as good as Derek Carr, right? You can talk about all those weapons. No, all those weapons are great. You can still get a lot of those weapons because you can manipulate cap, right, in this league. And I get it. Derek Carr, 
and I know a lot of Jets fans don't believe this, but I'm telling you, they are going to pay Derek Carr <laughs> in free agency. That's yeah, what they are. I agree. He, I agree. Unless, he's going to get that money. I agree it, with you. Listen, Chris, there's a lot of Jets fans that don't believe, don't believe that. No, nah, he's going to get, get paid, man. <laughs> No, <laughs> that unless you decide he's going to take, like, take a, yeah, unless he's decided he's going to take a pay cut, right? He's going to get paid. But here's the deal: Derek Carr is the better uh, is is going to cost you more because he's the better quarterback, right? If you look at the situation here, you bring Derek Carr in here, the New York Jets, you could argue, could be a Super Bowl contender then, because all that right. they need is a quarterback. That's it. And again, he doesn't. And we talking about him right now. He don't cost you nothing except money. Right, the capital is still there. You can still draft. You still got your first rounders intact. You still got all of these other things. So yeah, I'm taking Derek Carr. I'll pay him the forty to forty five to possibly fifty million if that's what he wants, right? Because that's what a quarterback of his ilk would get. And you bring him in the building, you take care of business. I understand that Ryan Tannehill is cheap, but there's a reason why he's cheap. There's a reason why. There's a reason why he's that cheap. And especially when we talk about years to come as well, Derek Carr, he's in his He's in his 30s. Quarterbacks these days, they're playing into their 40s now. This guy can right. give you five, six, maybe seven more years of really solid quarterback play. You know, he's not a guy right. that's injured often at all. We've seen him go out and play. And even with all of the issues that you saw with the Raiders, right, all of the issues and dysfunction, he was able to thrive there and still put together some solid seasons with all of that nonsense that was going on there. So I understand that Ryan Tannehill is cheap, but – I need a quarterback, a real solid quarterback, and especially in this league, we're just talking about the Chiefs. But what about Joe Burrow? What about Josh Allen? What about going up against uh, Lamar Jackson? I believe they just hired uh, Todd Munkin, right? They're they're more than likely going to keep the guy. They've already talked about they're going to franchise him. I believe that they're going to find some type of way to keep him a Raven for years to come. You need really solid quarterback play, really good quarterback play in this league to really ascend. And I think that that's been the biggest missing missing piece for the New York Jets. And if you can get a guy that will help you ascend the way Carr will help you ascend, I'm telling you, I think I'll make that happen. What say you? I think think, think that uh, Derek Carr is, is a good quarterback. I think he has a lot of weapons. He has Josh Allen and he everything. But here's the here's here's the thing about Derek Carr. You're in LA. I don't think Derek Carr's leaving California. I think he's going to the Forty Nine. Okay. Wow. Okay. And I, and everybody's not talking what? about that. But but I think he's okay. going, I Why? think he's going to the Forty Nineers because that okay. because this is what I, this is what I'm saying. I think that from the way it looks at it from from the way from where his brother said. Okay, he's looking for the best opportunity to win a championship, and he's looking to win the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. He's seen his brother mm-hmm. win a, a, a championship. I really think that a lot of people are not talking about the 49ers as a serious, serious contender for Derek Carr. And I believe, and he's in California already. He's in Las Vegas. He was up in the Oakland Raiders, and I, I think he's going to the 49ers. I, I, mm-hmm. I really, I really, am I, am I, am I, I don't think the same Test this thing. I think he's going. He looked at the teams, and if he can go to any team he wants, once once he, he is there, he's going to see the Shanahan system. He's going to see uh, the weapons that the 49ers have, and he's going to go to the 49ers. I think he's looking at the best opportunity to win right now. Uh, but I, I think the Jets offer offer that that opportunity now. But I think that Derek Carr yeah. is going to stay in California. I think he's going to the to the 49ers. Uh-huh. 
man, that that would be again. The Forty ers have uh, Trey Lance. They got Purdy as well, who showed up and showed out this season. I don't know if he's going to fit there. They have other issues, but you know, we've seen strange things happen in the NFL. Maybe that could be yeah. an option. I know that that was kind of swirling and throwing around there as well. Now, I know we were talking about quarterbacks, but I want to talk to you about Mackay Becton, man. There's been a lot of people talking oh, about man, the New York my boy, Jets. man. <laughs> There's been a lot of people talking about the New York Jets possibly not picking up that fifth-year option for Mackay Becton and basically, you know, him going out there and seeing what he can give us. What are your thoughts about that man. situation? If you're the Jets general manager, are you picking up that fifth-year option? You know, I know some people that know him, and, uh, you know, I know he was really intent on, on coming back last year and proving everybody mm-hmm. wrong. And I picked mm-hmm. him to be I – I called him your show last year, and I said that he was going to be comeback player of the year. I said that he was mm-hmm. going to be elite. You know, he was pissed off about everybody talking about his weight, talking about, you know, everything about him. And his father and him, they, they worked very hard. It's hard for me to say with the injury history and big guys like that that you can extend him. But, again, you know, this guy, if, if this guy's right, he going he gonna to be the um, – it's tough, man. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not making that decision come because, on. you know, at, this guy could come back a month that Jeff fans. I'm telling you, man, this guy mm-hmm. was – I thought last year that this guy was going to be, like, throwing people that's going to be, like, the – the, from what I was seeing, from what I was hearing, this guy was totally focused. And but I mean, put him in a contract here. Maybe you put us say, hey, you got to show out or ball out. You want the money? Show us you want the money. And maybe that will put here, him on the spot. Here's the you know? question with that, though, Chris. Here's the question with that, Chris. And I hear what you're saying. Put him in a year and say, hey, look, you ball out, we'll pay you. But let me tell you something. You put him in a contract year, he shows up and is healthy and shows you that he's in the high betting that he was year one. Yeah, there'll be thirty there'll be what, thirty one <laughs> other teams that will say will be saying, Oh yeah, yeah we'll pay man. you too. The the you know what I'm saying? I don't know. And hold on a you second, know he's Chris. looking at and that. Hold on a second, Chris. Hold on a second, Chris. Not only are we talking about, you know, him showing up and playing well, he showed up and played well, bought out and he's a left tackle. What? <laughs> Bro, yeah, he's that making a lot a of nightmare, can't tell, oh man. my God, that was it's a hard. nightmare. It's hard. Bruh. It's hard, man. I, I, I don't, I don't enjoy being. I would never, like, Ugh. I would never bet against that dude, man. Because I do got so much heart, man. I would never bet yeah. against that man, man. Never. Yeah. I'm but again, you. but again, Chris, Chris, you yeah. also got to look at it though. And this is why I love the opposite yeah. side as well. I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Yeah. All right. You look at the situation. The guy ain't been healthy in yeah. two years, and he has yeah, right. knee issues, right? Fractured knee, yeah. he fractured his kneecap last season, questions about yeah. his weight, questions about his work ethic. You got to wonder, and again, we saw him recently. He looked slim, right? There was a lot of questions about the weight issues, and there were, there were pictures of him at the facility. He looked slim at times well, at, at times, you know, before that as well. People have called him fat before or called him out of shape before, and he showed up to the facility, and he looked good too. I'll tell you what, if you look at the situation, he ain't been healthy in two years. Yeah, he ain't played much football. There's yeah, been big right. issues with his knee. Could you yeah, blame right. the New York Jets if they say, listen? No, I wouldn't blame we, him at if all. You, if, you do, if you do pick up that fifth-year option, that's $13 million. That's $13 million that you will be paying him on that fifth-year option. That's what they have right now. 
especially because, again, all the time that he spent on injured reserve as well, which actually brought his number down. I believe he's the cheapest of all the tackles uh, from his draft class as far as picking up his fifth-year option because of all the time he spent on injured reserve. So listen here. I I love Makai Becton. I personally would like to see the New York Jets pick up a fifth-year option because I want to see what he has in the fifth year. I think that he's going to come back and be a beast for us. But at the same time, I cannot blame the New York Jets because Mm -hmm. he ain't been healthy in two years. He ain't been healthy in two years, you know? So you look at that situation. He's like the Cowboys left left tackle. He's like the Cowboys left tackle. He's never – he's – when he's on the field, he's this dynamite, but then he gets hurt. Man. When he's on the field – the, uh, I forget his name, but the Cowboys left tackle. He just mm-hmm. all world when he's on the field, but he gets constantly gets yeah. injured. Yeah, I and just I'm just injured. man. That Chris, that would be such a nightmare if that if they don't pick up the fifth year option. I believe May first. It's a lot of time. I wouldn't bet against him, Joe. Don't laugh, I'm you, man. Don't laugh, Chris. The Chris Chris already. I know, man. <laughs> already, man. I'm if, just if telling you, man. I'm just telling you, man. This dude is just poking. So, Bruh, if focused, they don't man, pick up that fifth year option and he come back and ball, <laughs> if they don't pick up, and he come back and ball, yeah, I know, I know, and then man. We stuck, I'm, I'm and we already struggling along. Our, we're already struggling trying to figure out who the tackle is going forward. Yeah. Bruh, oh my! I, I, I would guess you'd have to use the franchise tackle or do something. You know, it would yeah. be some issues. But uh, but listen, Chris, we're gonna keep talking here. It's my final question for you. You're looking at the yeah. situation, man. Todd Downing, right? Hired as New York Jets passing yeah. game coordinator. Yeah. He's in the building. You know, we we brought in Nathaniel Hackett as well. We signed uh, the Tennessee Titans' former offensive line coach, too. There's right. a lot of Jets fans out there that believe the seller is doing a horrible job rebuilding this offensive staff. What are your thoughts, man? I mean, who's going to come in here? With, I mean, you've got to get what you can get. I mean, who's going to come up in it with, with a coach supposedly on the hot seat? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to – I mean, the guy – they've been to the playoffs. They've been to the championship game. Um, he's he's mm-hmm. been around the NFL, and he's a passing game coordinator. Sometimes taking a big job, you're not good at it. Sometimes you focus on one particular thing, you're good, like anybody else in their job. So you may, you may be a good employee but not a good manager. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's how I look at it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You know, okay. so I okay. said, I, I mean, I, I, I think, it, you know, I, I said, hey, he, he, passing game coordinator, and then, and then Tannehill was hurt last year, and he got Malik Willis, who really is a rookie and you know, really doesn't have. They said it's going to take him two or three years to actually get uh, accustomed to the league. So, I mean, mm. what did you want? <laughs> you know. No. I mean, I, I look, I, and I go back and forth with a lot of Jets fans. I'm a Jets fan myself. I'm just a fan. And I, I don't necessarily agree when people say that – well, I don't agree, honestly, when people say that Sulla's doing a bad job rebuilding his staff or that Joe Douglas, mm-hmm. you know, the front office is doing a bad – I think they're doing a really good job. I really think they are. I think they're um, doing especially a good job. I, I don't look, have a problem with them. Yeah, when you look at the options, right, Nathaniel Hackett I think is a solid offensive mind in this league. Yeah, things yeah. didn't work out with Denver, but there was a lot of things going on in Denver – with, you know, Russell Wilson and a lot of the issues that, yeah. you know, honestly, Russell Wilson isn't really a fit for his offense, but I think there was a lot of problems there, mm-hmm. right? 
But getting him in the building, a guy that's familiar with a system that you already run, which is the Shanahan system, and he's seen major success with that system, building the other offensive staff as well, getting rid of Benson, bringing in you know, a, a good, solid offensive line coach, being able to get Downing in the building as well as a passing game coordinator. I think they're doing a good job. I truly, truly believe that they're doing a good job. Yeah, and I think that Sella has, has things under his hands. So, listen, Chris, it's been phenomenal speaking with you, man. One last thing, one last thing I want to tell you. Go ahead, go ahead. One last thing I want to tell you. One last thing. I want to tell you like this, and I know you not get. I know you get to draft later. B. John Robinson is the best player in this draft. He's going to okay. be. He's okay. going to get a gold jacket. I'm just. That's okay. it. I'm going to let you know that. I'm calling that right now on your show. He is the All best right. player, and he's a running back. That's it. Okay. Okay. Listen, uh, Chris said it. Dijon Robinson. I don't know what the Jets going to do again. We'll talk about the draft later. Listen, Chris, I want to thank you for calling right. in. You have yourself a good one, my friend. All right, thanks, Joe. Thank you. All right. Listen, Chris calling in. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. If Makai Becton, if they don't pick up that fifth year option, and Makai Becton come back, and look like the Makai Becton from year one, and he's healthy for the season. Whoo! <laughs> that's gonna be a uh, that's gonna be some problems. Listen, salute all the savages in the chat. Randilla says thirteen million. Oh, excuse me. Randilla says Becton has one knocked knee. Wish him well. Randilla also says thirteen million might be worth the chance. Yeah, you know you could pick up that option. It'll cost you thirteen mil. You know. Salute to Larry Coleman as well. Good to see you in here. Mizzo, salutes to you too. He says, if you spent time in California, it's a different vibe, different lifestyle. I think Carr will stay out there. We'll see. We'll see. A lot of people talking about the Niners. People have, those rumors have been swirling, but I don't know. The Niners got some options there at quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Trey Lance, Purdy. We'll see what happens going forward. But stranger things have happened in the NFL. All right? A lot of strange things that have gone on. All right. Randilla also says Becton healthy would be a major boost to the offense. It would. It would. It would shore up a big-time issue here. So we're going to keep getting to these lines. Again, 515-602-9639. 515-602-9639 is the number. Call in. We are taking all callers. The lines are hot. We're going to get to everybody, all right? Next, we're going to Steve. Steve, we're coming directly to you, my friend. Salute to you, Steve. I want to thank you for calling in tonight. Listen, Steve, we're talking about it all, man. Aaron Rodgers, we're talking about Derek Carr. What are your thoughts on the New York Jets officially contacting the Packers, man? They're inquired about Aaron Rodgers. How are you feeling about it? Well, first of all, Joe, thank you again so much for having me on your show. It's always great to talk to you about this team. But before we do get into what you want to talk about tonight, there's a couple of things I got to say. First off, I want to send a big congratulations out to a few guys. Garrett Wilson on winning the Offensive Rookie of the Year. Saw Gardner winning Defensive Rookie of the Year. Joe Klecko finally getting into the Hall of Fame as he deserves. Listen, I, I didn't see him play in the 80s, but he was a great defensive player. And Darrell Reeves being a first ballot Hall of Famer last Thursday night. I want to send a big congratulations to those four players. The other thing, I want to congratulate 
the Kansas City Chiefs of winning the Super Bowl this year. Congratulations to them on their second Super Bowl title in four years. And now with that being said, with the 2022 season officially coming to a close, the New York Jets 2023 season officially begins. And as we look in the situation, you know, you know, I know the Jets are making some big contact. I mean, I, I said it before, Joe, that I'm very big with Aaron Rodgers, you know, coming to this team because, you know, with his connection with McDaniel Hackett. And then, you know, like, and I know a lot of people are now even saying, because, you know, if we, let's say, decide to sign Derek Carr in free agency, we wouldn't have to worry about losing draft picks because the Raiders decided to move on for him. It's a very, very interesting topic, but we're going to see what happens in the next week or two. Yeah, we will. Now, I want to talk to you about that because uh, there's a lot of people that look at the situation and they're saying, hey, Aaron Rodgers, you know, should be the guy that the New York Jets chase, right? There should be the guy, and according to all the reports, we're very hot on Aaron Rodgers. And he's a guy that clearly the New York Jets have been interested in. There's been rumors swirling that we're all in on Aaron Rodgers. My question for you, Steve, is you're the New York Jets general manager. I'm going to put you in Joe Douglas's seat. How long are you waiting for Aaron Rodgers to make his decision, right? He's supposed to go on this four-day darkness retreat and figure out what's going on with his life. How long are you giving him to decide whether he wants to play football and be a New York Jet before you're looking to move on and explore your other options? If if you want me to be very honest with you, Joe, I would wait until the beginning of free agency because the thing is is that we've said this before, and I remember some people have said this even before in past shows on your show, but the thing is, Joe, I would rather hope that we can get something done right. And let's say if we decide to go after Aaron Rodgers, I want it to be before free agency because some people have even said before, if we can get Aaron Rodgers in a trade, right before free agency, you know what's going to happen? Players are going to want to come play for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they will. But So if you're willing to wait until, let's say, what, the free agency's March, right? So it's February now. How concerned are you about other options drying up, i.e. Derek Carr, right? I would think Derek Carr would be a number two option for most Jets fans. It's He's tough. a guy that can, you know, go wherever he wants right now, right? He's a free agent. He can – sign his deals and move on. How concerned are you about the New York Jets missing out on Derek Carr as they wait for Aaron Rodgers to make a decision? Yeah, you know, I I mean, the thing is is that if, let's say, if Rodgers doesn't make a decision by then, then then I would honestly say that the next option would be be to go after Carr. It's free agency. I mean, listen, the thing is is that with Carr is, is that, you know, a lot of people are saying, like, oh, why should we go after Derek Carr? He's never won a playoff game in his career. He's never won this. I mean, hey, listen, I- I'm going to say this about Derek Carr. I-, I think he is a very, very good quarterback. The biggest problem that he that, that, that he had when he played with the Raiders, there were some years where the Raiders were just not a very good team. I mean, the Raiders are a bad organization. When I mean bad, they are bad. I mean, listen, this past year, this, it wasn't really Derek Carr's fault. That team was just completely bad, even with Devontae Adams that they had on their team. The thing is, Joe, I, I honestly just don't know what's going to happen. But listen, 
Mm-hmm. I do have trust in the Jets front office that they're going to get this done with Joe Douglas leading the charge. Yeah, you know, I have I, I faith to feel that they have a plan, you know, to, to ensure that they end up with one of the two top guys, right? But let's, let's do this scenario, Steve. Let's say Aaron Rodgers is off the board. Let's say he just decides to retire, comes back after that four-day retreat and says, you know what, I'm done. I want to move on with my life, and I'm going to go do whatever I want to do. Derek Carr then becomes your top option, right? The bidding war starts, okay? What would you say to Derek Carr to sell him on becoming a Jet, and what is the most that you would be willing to give him per year to be a Jet, the Jets' next starting quarterback? Oh, God, that, 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 that's really, really hard. We ask the tough questions here, Steve. This is, we talk, listen, <laughs> we've been without a quarterback for years. Okay, <laughs> we've been out of quarterback for years. Ain't had a quarterback since. Well, Chad well let me ask, well, let me ask you this ago. though, Joe. Joe, I guess I could ask you this though, first. How much are you willing to pay him? How much are you willing? How to much pay am him? I will? Okay, well, listen. I, I'll give you my thoughts, but I, I want to hear your thoughts first, though, Steve, because I want to hear what you're going to give us. Now, again, he's already okay. making forty million. He's already making forty. Well, he's already you know he was on tap with the Raiders for making forty million. You look at the quarterback market today, these guys are getting paid. Are you willing to give them 45? Are you willing to give them 45 to 50? Is that your range? What are you willing to I would go, say Steve? I would say between 45 and 50. Uh, 45 and 50 okay. is a good. Okay. All right. I'll take that take. I'll take that take. Now, if you have to sell him on becoming a Jet, what are you saying to sell him to come here? Right? Because he has tons of options. He could go to Tampa Bay. No. He could go, to, you know, yeah. supposedly the Titans are, are, are looking as well. There's been a lot of talk about the Titans. There's been a lot of talk about other teams. What are you telling Derek Carr to sell him to become a New York Jet? What exactly do we have here that he would even be interested in quarterbacking here? Come on, Steve, sell him. What, what are you telling well, him? You, well, well, look at what we have. We have now the offensive rookie of the year who, was on, who just won it this past year, Garrett Wilson. He would also have all right, all right. a great running back. He would have a great running back in Brees Hall um, and Michael Carter, who's who, even though Michael Carter had a tough year this past year, um, mm-hmm. he would also have he would also have a good offensive coordinator in Daniel Hackett, who is a very very mm-hmm. who is a a good offensive coordinator. And the Jets, I believe, have a very very good coaching staff now, which is something that we haven't had in a while. And I think Derek Carr would really really like this coaching staff. Okay, okay. You know what? I like that take, Steve. I like that. Give him a hand. Yeah. I like that take. Not too much to the audience. Not too much. I don't pay y'all for that, okay? Extra claps will not get a dime out of me, all right, Steve? But I do like that take. That was a good take there. That was a good take. Now, when you look at the situation you were talking about, it, you asked me, hey, how much would I pay him? Forty-five to fifty million is where I would be looking. I think that Derek Carr is a very accomplished quarterback. I think he can go other places well as well and really do good things. I would love to see him become a Jet if we're out on Aaron Rodgers and he decides to move on. When you look at quarterbacks today, they get paid. They get paid a lot of money. I mean, Kirk Cousins is making what thirty-five million per. You got other guys as well. Uh, Carson Wentz is thirty-two million per. A lot of people believe oh, that. Oh, Carson Wentz, you know, dang. He stinks. <laughs> Carson Wentz stinks. 
listen, he's I making thirty-two million per. The good quarterback, he stinks. That's the average for him. Thirty-two million per is the average for his deal. So, I understand that, you know, and I get it, and I think that you have to pay guys, and it's crazy to see a guy of Carr's ilk be a free agent. But the Raiders and the way they played that situation, whoo, is rough. It was rough, but I think the biggest thing on any him organization as well, Carson Wentz. Any organization, first off, Joe, before you let me continue, any car, on, anybody paying Carson Wentz thirty-two million? Oh my God, you're on crack. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Listen, uh, you know it is what it is, but again, when you look at the situation, okay, Derek Carr is going to get paid. He's definitely going to get paid, uh, and he's going to get his money, and it, you know. It's going to be interesting to see how the New York Jets handle the situation, if they're able to grab him, if they're able to, you know, move forward if he's their guy. Again, everything that we're hearing according to reports is that the Jets are hot on Aaron Rodgers, but, again, nothing leaks really out of the Jets organization. So we'll see what happens Joe, going I'm forward with Carr. I'm just going to wait and see what yeah. happens. That, that's, the one, yeah. that's the one last thing I'm going to say. I'm going to be patient. Yeah. I'm going to see what happens, but, I, but I, I just want just want to see what happens and gets done. You know, the off season's now here because now it's the time, you know, for us Jets fans to take a break until we all go nuts again before free agency. Yeah, yeah, it is. So, listen, Steve, I want to thank you for calling in tonight. You have yourself a good one, my friend. Thank you, Joe. Good night. Bye-bye. All right. Listen, Steve called in. He gave us some takes there. You know, I wanted to see what he had to say about Carr. He gave us a little something. I respect that. I respect that out of Steve. He gave us a take. <laughs> So now again, salutes to everybody, you know, that listen. My guy Hawkeye in the chat salutes to you. All right. Hawkeye says, I'd rather draft a QB than give up everything Rogers will cost. Thirty nine years old, then what do they do after he retires in a year or two? Sign Jimmy G and hope that grows into a stud. Listen, I hear you. All right. I understand that Aaron Rodgers, yeah, he comes with a contract, but you're getting elite quarterback play, all right? And what I don't understand necessarily about a lot of Jets fans is why we like to cheap out for why, – why would we look to cheap out for the most important position in all of football? We have seen the, the destruction that can be caused when you do not have adequate quarterback play. We, see, we saw it this year, right? We saw how this team, from every other standpoint, looks like a, 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 a team that should be competing in the playoffs or possibly competing to win a Super Bowl. We literally said that all year. Man, this team was phenomenal. Brees Hall, or, uh, Elijah Moore, or, uh, you know, Garrett Wilson, uh, uh, other guys as well. CJ Uzama, Tyler Conklin. Oh, man, this team looks phenomenal. Our running game is unbelievable. Oh, my goodness, our, our, our defense. Uh, uh, Sauce Garner. Uh, man, what, uh, DJ Reed is unbelievable. Carl Lawson making plays. Uh, Quinton Williams, whoa, what a year. Uh, you know, everything. Uh, CJ Mosley. Oh, man, this defense was a championship defense. Why are we losing games to the Patriots 10-3? <laughs> Why why did we lose six games straight to end the season? Why did we not score a touchdown in three of the six games that we lost to end the season? Why could we not win one game to make the playoffs? 
it was because our quarterback play was not adequate, man. The New York Jets have not made the playoffs in 12 years, I believe. 12. We've seen a host of names, all right? I can go down the list of quarterbacks that we have had here that have not worked out. Mark Sanchez, Geno Smith, Sam Donald as of recent, right? Everybody remember Sam? You guys smacked him on the back of the head and kicked him on his way out the door, right? Bryce Petty, Christian Hackenberg, all these guys that every Jet fan, if you talk about, that guy stinks, he sucks, all these, all these things, right? For years, we have been craving solid quarterback play. The same fan base that does not want to pay elite quarterbacks was foaming at the mouth foaming at the mouth to bring back Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, my God. Ryan Fitzpatrick. That guy was terrible year two. Oh, we gave him that cash. Anybody remember that? That season was a train. Whoa. Fitz magic. Ladies and gentlemen, magic isn't real, Okay. Here's the deal. I understand not wanting to overpay for people and all this other stuff, but a lot of Jets fans need to come to the realization that quarterbacks are getting paid like that in this league. Okay? It's not a fullback. <laughs> it's not a safety. Mind you, some of you, some of y'all remember when I wanted to get rid of Jamal Adams, I didn't want to pay, overpay a safety. They were screaming that we should overpay him. This is the most valued position in all of football. $50 million is the new normal for quarterbacks that are getting it done in this league. I'm sorry. We've seen lesser guys. Ryan Tannehill was getting paid quite a bit as well once the Titans said, hey, this is a guy that can hold the fort for us. He's a guy that can come here and be solid. Ryan Tannehill at no point in his career was Lamar Jackson or Matt Stafford or Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes. He was good, but he wasn't those guys, and he was still getting paid. I just gave you the numbers. You look at the Cleveland Browns, gave up a farm and paid Deshaun $46 million per. And there was questions about him possibly ever playing again in the league. They did their investigation, their due diligence, all that stuff, and they made the move. Why? Because they're hungry for quarterback play. Just like us, for a while, they've been struggling to find a quarterback that sticks. And they said, you know what? I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to go out here, and I'm going to make the move for this guy, and we're going to pay him. I'm sorry. And I get it. That's, that's money, yeah. But that's the NFL today. And every other team, like the Eagles, which hurts, and the Chiefs with Mahomes and the Bills with Allen and the Ravens with, with Lamar Jackson and all these other, Kyler Murray with the Cardinals, and I can keep naming the guys, right, that are getting paid or are going to get paid. Those other teams understand that. They understand that. That's why other teams value drafting so heavily because drafting is the lifeblood of your football team when you're paying your quarterback the type of money that franchise quarterbacks get paid because it makes it very hard to go into free agency and ball out. You don't have cash like that. So your drafting has to be solid. 
I'm just saying. I get it. And I'll take two to three years of elite quarterback play that Aaron Rodgers can give you and then go forward and see what you can do, you know, whether it be Zach Wilson. Again, I know people call him a bust and think he's trash. I've had people call into the show and call him trash. I don't silence people. I listen. All right? And I hear the take. He was he was bad this season. Whoa. Whoa, he was bad. Okay? I ain't going to lie. But here's the deal. In the next two, maybe three years, if Aaron Rodgers decides to play that long, after that, we can then figure out what Zach Wilson has. If he has not got it together after sitting behind Aaron Rodgers, right, for that amount of time, if Aaron Rodgers is the guy, if he has not gotten it together by then, then guess what? You'll have more than enough capital because I believe only two first-round picks is probably what you're going to give up for Aaron Rodgers, maybe another mid-rounder. By then, guess what? You'll have enough capital to then go get your guy in the draft or move forward however you feel. But that will give enough time to Zach Wilson to get it together under an offensive coordinator with a staff that's built for him to be successful, right? And if he can't get it together after his mentor has been on this team helping him, then he's never going to get it together. And we can adequately move on. Without a, without a shadow of a doubt, you can decisively say he's a bust. There's been Jets fans that <laughs> have called him a bust already, okay? And I don't knock it. Again, I'm here to listen, all right? This is a show about listening to perspectives. I may not always agree, but here's the deal, right? You bring in Aaron Rodgers, you allow him to help coach that kid up, and then when Aaron Rodgers decides to move on to wherever he decides to go within his life, it's Zach's time. And if he sucks, if he truly sucks, and he cannot be rehabilitated, if you cannot recess his career, if you cannot revitalize it, then we move on, and that's that. No skin off your back, all right? But guys get paid in this league, okay? Salutes to William Jones, savage. William Jones says, uh, you won me over, Joe. We need to get Carr. Rodgers is a bit too much drama, to be honest. Let Aaron Rodgers stay in the desert. <laughs> I've been a big proponent of Carr as well. I've always, I've, I'll continue to maintain that I believe that Derek Carr is a more realistic option for the New York Jets, especially now because the Raiders released him. But the big thing is, again, you're going to have to pay him. The thing with Aaron Rodgers, we know right now how much he's getting paid. We know that, okay? Derek Carr on the free agent market, boy, oh, boy. Listen, we've seen corners, right, get grossly overpaid on the free agent market. And corners, again, are impact position. But there's guys that have gotten paid where we've looked around and been like, whoa, what in the world? A quarterback that has three Pro Bowls under his belt, four 4,000-yard seasons, right, <laughs> has, has been able to show you that he can do it with and without weapons, like big weapons, has been able to show you that he's healthy, has been able to show you that he can even lead within complete dysfunction that is the Raiders franchise? Man, let me tell you. And still young enough to really be in his bag? I'm telling you. 
Derek Carr is about to get money. I'm just worried about the bidding war. That's what I'm concerned with right now. That's what I'm concerned about. So that's my questions there. The bidding war with Derek Carr is going to be very interesting. And I'm hoping and praying that Joe Douglas and the rest of the staff has a true plan to move on if Aaron Rodgers is playing around. I love Aaron Rodgers, but I ain't got time for the nonsense, my man. Okay? Either you want to play or you don't. Because if we mess around with this guy and he strings us along and then decides at the last second, you know what? I really like the cheese in Green Bay. I'm going to stay here. And Derek Carr is gone. And maybe Tannehill is gone. And maybe Jimmy G has moved on. Then what do you do? Now you're looking at guys like Mike White, who would be phenomenal to bring back. But again, Mike White can also look at the, look at the situation and go, okay, well, I was asking for this yesterday. But yesterday's price is not today's price. You don't have much options now. Maybe I want you to pay me more than I did initially. Or maybe I'll go somewhere else to a team that's really ready to compete and just be a backup. Because backup quarterbacks in this league are also very much wanted and needed. Maybe I'll just go somewhere else. Maybe I don't like how you guys treated me. I was a starter here this year. I played phenomenal. I outplayed this guy that you drafted who sucks. And you guys chase Aaron Rodgers, you chase Carr, you chase all these guys. I'm the fifth option. No, I'm gone. That's something that could happen. Or maybe Mike White just is off the board altogether. Maybe he gets signed somewhere else fast because he's thinking, hey, the Jets aren't interested in me. We got to figure it out. We got to figure it out. There's a lot, man. I'm just hoping that Joe Douglas has a plan and i know I, I know it does but i'm just hoping he has a plan and moves quickly dave salutes to you dave says joe are you guys really going to chase this narcissist aaron Rodgers the entire offseason <laughs> listen dave salutes to you i don't think we're going to chase him the entire offseason but i definitely do think we're going to chase him for a bit and here's the reasons dave Aaron Rodgers can come in here and immediately make the New York Jets. If he, if he has it together and he wants to go, he immediately makes the Jets a Super Bowl contender. It is what it is, right? It puts us pretty much in win-now mode. It shifts the gears and gets, it, gets us in a position where we have firepower and we can match up with a lot of these teams in the AFC. We can match up with, you know, the, in the NFL, finally, with a real quarterback, Right? That's what it does. That's what it does for us. It also, again, Woody Johnson, a lot of people forget. Woody Johnson, listen, he wants to sell tickets. (laughs) He wants to sell tickets. Woody Johnson would want nothing more but then to fill that tuna can that they call a stadium, that microwave, that toaster oven that they call MetLife Stadium. He wants to see butts in the seats. He wants you spending money. He wants you buying tickets. He wants you eating popcorn, drinks, all that stuff. Buy every overpriced thing that they sell at that stadium, all of it. He wants you there buying jerseys. He wants you to give him your money. Now, and if he ends up with Aaron Rodgers, 
all of that will come true. Jets fans will go to games if Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback. Jets fans will buy jerseys if Aaron Rodgers is our quarterback. Jets fans will buy all those overpriced concessions. (laughs) Everybody knows I go to games, okay? I don't just talk that talk, bro. I walk that walk, okay? Keep it real. I don't just talk that talk. I walk that Here walk. Here we right? go. I'll be there. I, sh- I pull up. Everybody know that. I pull up. I really be there. Tailgate, I do it all. Okay? Solo, dolo. I'll be around. Okay? Let me tell you something. All of that stuff in that stadium, all the food and all that stuff, man, that stuff is very high-priced, okay? But if Aaron Rodgers is on the ticket, let me tell you something. That stadium will be filled. That parking lot will be filled. Those, those concessions for, the, for, the, for the, the, the popcorn and the hot dogs and those overpriced nachos and the peanut man coming around and all that stuff, oh, they're going to sell out. Because Aaron Rodgers will put butts in the seats. Not only that, you will be on TV for a fact. So all of that that I just talked about is the reason why the New York Jets will be chasing Aaron Rodgers. Now, I don't know if he becomes a Jet. I hope that he does. I don't know if he does, right, for sure. I hope that he does. But, Dave... Oh, yeah. It's real. (laughs) It's real, bro. I'm just, I don't want to see us get strung out. That's all I'm saying. Because the flip side of it, Dave, and you you, you asked a great question. The flip side of it is the New York Jets buy in, chase Aaron Rodgers to the heels and back. He flips on us and either retires or goes back to Green Bay. Derek Carr goes on to be a buccaneer, everybody else is gone, and we end up getting stuck with possibly looking at Baker Mayfield and Zach Wilson. Whoa. You want to talk about a firestorm? Woo! That I'm t- this fan base would explode if that happened. There's already fans right now, and every people think I'm like, listen, I do a radio, I do a live radio show. I'm talking to y'all right now. It's a live radio show. Salutes to all the savages. I'll get to everybody. This is a live radio show right now. When I tell you that I talk to fans in the fan base, I'm a Jet fan myself. When I tell you there are fans that believe if Joe Douglas does not get a top quarterback this year in the offseason, that everything else that he's done is a failure. I am telling you that there are fans that believe it, have tweeted it, have, have hit me up in DMs about it, have said it publicly. I am telling you there are fans that believe that, that believe that if he does not land a top quarterback this offseason, everything else that he's done is a complete failure here. I am not lying to you. Not lying to you. So, Man, oh, man, we'll see what happens again. I think there's a lot of options out there. Aaron Rodgers, to me, is number one. Derek Carr is 1B, okay? I like Derek Carr a lot. I have no issues, especially since he's been released. I like Derek Carr. 
But if it ain't either one of those, you better find some way to solve this issue, whether it be Ryan Tannehill, who I don't necessarily think is better than Mike White. Maybe they look at Jimmy Garoppolo. But I think if you miss out on Carr or Rodgers, you better have a way to solve this issue. Because you also got to think as well, there's a lot of heat on this staff. We know that too. If the New York Jets somehow miss the playoffs next season, and I know that Woody Johnson has come out publicly and said that, oh, uh, there's no playoff mandate, we all know that that is a lie. That's a lie. We all know that. And there's been rumors swirling about Sulla and his job security. I believe that if the New York Jets do not make the playoffs this next upcoming season, there's a real chance that a lot of people will get fired. Give me your thoughts on that, Savages, in the chat. There's a real big chance that Sulla could be gone, a lot of these guys can be gone, and that's one of the reasons why the New York Jets' offensive coordinator position was not attractive for a lot of candidates this offseason. I'm telling you, I'll fly to the games. I'll be there. I'll be at the stadium. I'll pull up. All right? So there's a lot of heat. Okay? So the New York Jets have to solve this quarterback position. They have to solve it. Woody Johnson's talked about it. You got Sulla that's come out publicly and talked about it. Woody Johnson said it's the missing piece, which means they don't believe that Zach Wilson is the guy. You better have a plan. And you better move quickly, and you better get it done. Because if you don't, I've seen Woody Johnson give a man a draft in free agency and fire him. I've seen it. I've seen Woody <laughs> – we've seen Woody Johnson make a lot of questionable moves, okay? If the Jets don't really make a, take a step forward, bro, let me tell you something. Woody Johnson will get you up out of here without a shadow of a doubt. The Jets must have a plan to fix this, uh, this quarterback position this offseason. We're going to keep getting to uh, – Savages in the chat. Salutes to everybody. <laughs> Man, Dave says, thanks for the response, Joe. Keep up the great work that you Thank you, Dave. Thank you. Randilla says, and the prices went up. Yeah, it did. The prices went up on the food and everything else. Dave also says, would, uh, what would Aaron Rodgers look like with the media? Here's the deal. That's, that's a question as well. It's a legitimate question too, Dave. Here's the deal. Aaron Rodgers is I will say this. Aaron Rodgers is a very smart guy. New York media will eat you alive regardless, regardless, okay? I will say this. I do believe that Aaron Rodgers is prepared for that. He's a guy that's intelligent enough to understand how to traverse this situation. He can understand how to move through the media and all these things. I think when he comes here, he's going to be able to, to really kind of guide, be guided through the situation, but through our front staff, our PR, and all that other stuff. And I think the Aaron Rodgers that we get won't be as uh, – he'll be sure to stay away from certain things. I'll just say that. Because New York media is the belly of the beast. <laughs> they'll eat you alive here, real talk, and they'll break you. They broke Rex Ryan. They broke Mark Sanchez. We saw them break Sam Darnold as he got out the door. That, look how upset they've made Sulla before. 
they've made Joe Douglas upset too before, publicly, at press conferences, asking them crazy questions. We've seen it. They will break you. We've had, uh, what was it, uh, <laughs> unnamed sources. For years, the New York Jets were a circus on the mainstream market because the media was so on top of everybody. So Aaron Rodgers will be solid with the media because, honestly, I think at certain points, to be completely real, the media is going to do what they're going to do regardless. Okay? They followed Le'Veon Bell to a bowling alley and made up a story that he just went to a bowling alley because he didn't want to play a game, and we all knew that that was not true. But there were a lot of people in Jets fandom that believed that it was true, and that was not the full story. Okay, and Le'Veon Bell was about as nice as a guy and as much of a leader as you could get, all right? But I think he'll be fine with the media here, Dave. Salutes. Jay Johnson says, but when does he, Zach, realistically get a chance? Isn't his fifth-year option soon? Uh, yeah, I believe they'll pick that up as well. He'll get, he'll get his chance, trust me. He'll get his chance. If, uh, if the New York Jets um, don't end up – signing Derek Carr to a big long-term deal. He'll get his chance. Joe Douglas is very much um, very much in the mode of giving this guy a chance because he took Zach Wilson. That was his big draft pick. That was his quarterback selection. They dumped Sam Darnold, and we can go back to that as well. They lit- Joe Douglas literally said if we didn't have a high draft pick, we wouldn't even be thinking about drafting a quarterback. He said that publicly before the draft. They dumped Sam Darnold, and Zach Wilson was his choice. So he is very, very invested in seeing Zach Wilson pan out here. Otherwise, he would have been gone. Zach Wilson, and I love Zach Wilson, and I'm a Zach Wilson guy, and everybody knows that. Yes, I wanted Justin Fields before the draft. Yes, I did. I'm on record saying that, too. The show's recorded. Y'all can go back and listen to that. But when we didn't get Justin Fields, which I didn't, you know, you know, I, I wanted him bad. <laughs> If we see he's doing well, when we didn't get him and we got Zach Wilson, I was hyped. I think Zach Wilson can get it done. But to this point, he sucks. I'm keeping it real. He sucks. If he's not running backwards 30 yards, he's throwing the ball into three defenders. He runs around and chucks up the ball like he's playing for the YMCA. He does a lot of backyard football stuff that you can't run a functional offense with. You can't do that in the league. He needs to have his mechanics analyzed, fixed, Right, which is a lot of time that that takes. It takes a lot of time to do that. He also has to be helped with his reading of defenses and getting the ball out of his hands quicker. A lot of that takes a lot of time. A lot of that is muscle memory, especially with mechanics. That's why sitting him down for a couple of weeks and saying that that was, that was not a reset. That wasn't a reset. It wasn't. He was never going to be reset in that amount of time. It takes, it takes a long time to reset that the, the muscle memory that comes from playing the way that he's been playing for years. All right. So he'll get his chance when he'll get it. We don't know, but he'll eventually get his chance unless they go with Carr and give Carr a five or six year deal, something like that. But if we go with Aaron Rodgers, he will definitely get his chance eventually at some point, right? Unless Aaron Rodgers decides he wants to play for the next five or six years. So we'll see. But salutes to you, Jay Johnson. Salutes to you. You know, salutes to all the savages, man. We're just going back and forth here, man. <laughs> and let me tell you, 
Mm-mm-mm. Hawkeye says a healthy Jimmy over a car. Yes, sir. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Dave says, what are you guys uh, going to do with Lawson? It's uh, the final talk we'll be talking. Listen, Carl Lawson, I believe, will be a New York Jet. I think they'll try to restructure him, even if they don't. Honestly, there's ways that you can manipulate the cap. I think a lot of people thinking that we should cut him is Jets fans, and no disrespect, but it feels like every off season they talk about cutting everybody. <laughs> It's talking about cutting everybody. Everybody needs to be cut. Everybody. Thing is, you have to replace those guys. Carl Lawson was second in the team with sacks. I think Quinton had 12. I think Carl had seven. Carl was never going to come in here and be a guy that was going to give you 19 sacks a season. He's never done that in his career. What he is going to come in here and do is give you solid, which we saw seven sacks, caused some disruption, which we saw, and caused a lot of hurries, which we saw this year as well. He was near somewhere near the top of the league in, in hurries this year, QB hurries, right? That's what he does, and he's good at that. you got to keep in mind, this guy was tied in free agency. Free agency is designed for you to overpay. That's why teams, except the New York Jets, don't always look at free agency as a lifeline or, life, or a bloodline to build your football team. You want to draft well and then use free agency sparingly. Well, in the past, like with Mike McCagnin, right, we didn't do that. We used free agency to try to build the team, and we would just blow through drafts. So getting Carl Lawson in free agency, the addition, what he's brought, and again, he just came off of an ACL injury, right? I thought he played very well. I thought he played very solidly for us, and I think a lot of the cut him, get rid of him is really overblown. I, I don't want to see that done. I want to keep him here. And he's a great locker room guy. Great locker room guy. And he's a great piece to what the New York Jets have been missing for years, which is pass rush. Of course, Quiddy Williams is a guy that causes a ton of disruptions, again, led our team in sacks. But Carl Lawson is that piece. Jermaine Johnson, who will come along more next season. That's a guy that we need to be talking about as well, really showing us more next season. Bryce Huff, who is amazing. That's the thing, the New York Jets, Right? We, we've been struggling rushing the passer. That's, what, that's why our defense is so much better than it was last year. We can rush the passer. We can get to you now. Every other team in the league has, has a, a similar setup. Top defense in the league have similar setups to what we have. More than one guy that can get to your quarterback. They may not all be big-name guys. You look at the Niners, they have guys, right? They don't just have one. Of course, they got Bosa, who's off the charts. Off the charts. But they have other guys they throw at you as well. Some guys, they don't have big names, but they'll crack your quarterback. All right? So, salutes to all the savages in the chat. Dave, William, Jay, Hawkeye, everybody going back and forth, man. Huh, we're getting a little short on time. So, Larry Coleman as well, salutes. Just everybody, man, going back and forth. Randilla. So we're going to go ahead and close down the show now. This is a hot show, man. Callers were on fire. Savages were on fire. You know? On fire. You know what I'm saying? So, listen. I'm the man of the people. I'm here for the people. Let me shame to promote my Facebook page. Everyone go on Facebook. Search the Long Beach Joe Show. Like that page. My content's up there. Go ahead and give it a listen. Message me. I'll message you right back. I love going back and forth with you folks about this football team. Also, leave me some feedback. I love hearing about what you folks think I do here on the Long Beach Joe Show. 
Also, as well, your boy is on Twitter. Go on over to Twitter, at the Long Beach Joe, at the Long Beach Joe on Twitter. My personal page is at YoungJ000. Go ahead and follow me. I'll follow you right back. You want to troll me? No issues. I'm the troll that lives under the bridge, and I will have my Vera Tucker jersey on at all times. Damn. All times. All times. He's going to be back next season. He's going to be dominating people. I can't wait. Right guard, left guard, doesn't matter. Tackle. He can play left tackle. He can play right tackle. I'm telling you, just go to USC, get a lineman, you'll be fine. Fight on. I'm also on YouTube as well. Come on over to YouTube, okay? Long Beach Joe Jets. Long Beach Joe Jets on YouTube, okay? Subscribe, hit that notification bell so when I post content, you folks will be in the know. Also give the stream or videos, throw content that I post a thumbs up and share it with your friends and family. Also, if you want to troll me, you can get in those comments as well. We can go back and forth. And as always, people, when you see me in person, it is arms out, chest open, free hugs for everyone. Free hugs for everyone. The hugs will cost you absolutely nothing. I want to thank you folks for calling in. I want to thank you folks for interacting with your boy, Salute Saul Savages. I want to thank you for taking the times out of your day to watch me as well. I truly appreciate it. You folks have a good one. I'll talk to you next time. Peace.